This podcast contains adult language and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Grant. And I'm Erica. And this is From From Crime Crime to to Crime. Erica, we finally did it. We hit 30 episodes last week. I didn't even realize it. Oh, nice. And we did it without killing each other. That actually would have been pretty good for the podcast, so maybe we should. No, I mean- We'd have exclusive rights. That's true. I will say, one thing I'm very proud of is we are killing it internationally. We are definitely internationally known and also known to (laughs) rock a microphone. You're the worst with the puns. I know. I think I made that same joke last time we, we talked about our international fan base. Yeah, well, you have no shame. There's no shame in this game. If it works, I beat it to death. Yes. All right. Well, can you start the podcast? Because you didn't say welcome back and that totally threw me off. <laughs> I know. It always does throw you off when I don't say that. So I know. All right. Welcome back to From Crime to Crime. Oh, hey, Grant. I'm, and I'm, oh, wait, no, it's you. I'm Grant. No, that's already happened. Don't oh, do that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, let's get into this week's episode because it's a fun one. Yeah, I will. It is fun. It's obviously really weird and and odd. And Fun's probably not the right word. It's, it's an interesting one. Sure, it's definitely interesting. I, I'll give you that yeah. for sure. That's no no doubt. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't have chosen it. <laughs> hey, guys, well, this one's really going to suck this week, so <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> that's true. I do try to pick cases that keep your interest, which is really hard to do because you have the ADHD. I do. I have a lot of them, and I have all 80 of the HDs. I am a hard (laughs) man to to keep entertained, so you're doing a great job. Did you just make an ADHD joke? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's all over TikTok. You don't know about it? No, because we keep saying that we're going to be better about our TikTok, and then I keep forgetting to be good at TikTok. Sorry, guys. Sorry, TikTok faithful. We'll get back there. Yeah, we're going to do it this week. Let's start this episode. (laughs) All right. So this story is about Dee Dee Blanchard and her daughter, Gypsy Rose. But Dee Dee was born Claudine Petrie, and she was from Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You don't have anything to say? (laughs) No. Just, okay. All right. Okay. Starting off strong. Yep. She was one of five siblings, and she worked as a nurse's aide and was a caregiver for her mother before she had passed away. And we'll talk more about her mom later. So when she was 24 years old, she got pregnant. And the father of her baby was a 17-year-old boy named Rod Blanchard. And so the couple got married, which she's 24 and he's 17. So I'm not sure how that's legal, but this is Louisiana, so I guess... (laughs) So that's how it's legal. Well, I don't know how things work down there. I just ran to Alabama for a quick, you know, shotgun wedding of a minor. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's awkward. So in 1991, when the baby came, they decided to name their daughter Gypsy Rose because she liked the name Gypsy and he was a Guns N' Roses fan. And I guess when you're 17, that's the criteria for naming children. Do not fear me, Gypsy. I look up on your treasures. I would just, I would bore at her every chance that I got. What are you doing? The, you know, what is that voice? You know, yeah, you know Borat. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, I like God. it. How much? Yeah, you know Borat. 
My name is Borat. Well, I don't know Borat. I've never seen it, but you and my husband do that stupid shit all the time. It's because it's super funny. Yeah, okay. Christine loves it. I'm sure she doesn't. So, the couple split up before Gypsy was even born, but surprisingly, Rod seemed like a good man because despite being a kid himself, he manned up and he paid child support and he spent time with his baby. It's a lot more than most adult men do, so good job, Rod. Yeah, he seems like a stand-up guy. Right away, though, there were some issues with Gypsy. She had sleep apnea as a baby and had to spend a lot of nights as an infant in the hospital being monitored for this. She also had a chromosomal disorder, like some sort of chromosome defect that caused a lot of impairments, including vision issues, hearing impairment, all kinds of stuff. As we get into this, as she gets older, she gets more and more sick. Well, an extra chromosome is what causes Down syndrome. So is this like a half chromosome or something like that? I don't know. It's never really been explained, and I'm not a doctor, so I wouldn't talk about it anyway, even if they did. I mean, I can't... I don't know. I would I would talk about it if I knew what it was. <laughs> well, I would yeah. just avoid the subject. <laughs> well, I don't mean avoid it, but I'm not going to talk about it like I know, because I don't know. Well, then, yeah, then we will talk about it. All I've read is that it's some sort of chromosomal defect that causes all kinds of health issues and impairments. So around six or seven years old, Gypsy Rose found out that she had muscular dystrophy and had to use a walker and eventually would be in a wheelchair full time. By eight years old, she got in a motorcycle crash with her grandfather, which left her in a wheelchair permanently. So life was pretty tough for Gypsy and Dee Dee, having to take care of her full time because of all of her illnesses. Yeah, this is a whole lot. Like, this poor kid. Yeah. So they lived for a while with Dee Dee's father and stepmother, but sometime around this time, Dee Dee got in some trouble for writing bad checks. And supposedly it was because of all these medical bills that were piling up. And although she did get assistance from her family and government programs and Rod's child support, she was a full-time caregiver for Gypsy, who was also homeschooled because she was so sick she couldn't go to school. It's a tall order to be a like a home health aide for your kid and as much of a teacher as you can be. Yeah. So Gypsy and Dee Dee eventually relocated to Slidell, Louisiana, and they lived in public housing and they were surviving on disability, Rod's child support, and donations from the community. So in Slidell, her health got worse. Aside from her muscular dystrophy and the chromosomal disorders, her vision and hearing problems, she developed epilepsy and was diagnosed with leukemia. This kid, this kid got everything. Like, yeah. Everything that could have possibly have happened. Seems to have happened. Yeah, and she was on so many medications at this point, you can't even keep track of them when you try to research this case. There's just, she was on everything for all these different things. And she also was, had a permanent feeding tube by this time. Oh, man. But, I mean, some of these things are probably symptoms being treated from some of the other medicines that she's taking, you know, like... Oh, yeah. So it's just... Because she's on such heavy medication for her epilepsy. Right. That's causing her teeth to fall out. Yeah, she's got to be in pain. Yeah. All the time. She and, lost all of her hair from... jeez. Oh, Antidepressant, you know, exactly. Like these... No wonder she's on a myriad of things and... God, that sounds... Yeah. Sounds just awful. Yep. So they were at the doctors and the ER all the time by this point. They were at specialists all the time and surgeries, checkups. 
she had minor surgeries on her ears and her eyes to try to repair her eardrums and try to repair some of her vision issues. And she also had saliva glands removed from her mouth because she was drooling so much that they thought it would help the quality of her life by removing her salivary glands. Oh, my gosh. So then I probably have to sponge her tongue. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's not great. No, this is terrible. Yeah. Things go from bad to worse because in 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit Louisiana and they lost their home and had to stay at a shelter. Oh, if it couldn't get any worse, it sure did. That's what's crazy. It's like she has all these health issues from this chromosome defect, and then also they lose their home in a hurricane. It's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, how much could one sad. one family, one person take? One child. I mean, she just literally has to roll with punch after punch after punch. Yeah. So the doctors in Louisiana suggested that they relocate to Missouri after Katrina, where she could see better specialists and get the care she needed because they were so... They didn't have the ability to take care of her the way they did before the hurricane. I don't know if it was the hospitals were demolished or what happened, but they recommended that she go to Missouri to get the care she needed. So they were airlifted from Louisiana to Springfield, Missouri. And once in Missouri, they started to get a lot of public attention because this kid was so sick. And then, like you said, it's a it's a bad story, losing their house in the hurricane. I mean, it's horrible. Now they're, like you said, in a shelter, so they're in a public setting. Like, lots of people have mm-hmm. eyes on this now, rather than just kind of being in the house locked away. Right. So, Gypsy was even named Child of the Year in 2007 by the Oli Foundation, which honors children on feeding tubes. Oh. And by... 2008 Habitat for Humanity built them a custom home. Oh, wow. Way to go, Jimmy Carter. Yeah. It had a wheelchair ramp and a hot tub. And the community supported them big time. You know, a single mother with a severely disabled daughter, they did like a good human thing and rallied around them and really supported them. Yeah. I mean, they, she couldn't, they couldn't have much money coming in. I'm sure she couldn't work. And so... Gypsy's disability and, you know, she got a caregiver's, you know, allowance or whatever they call it. Right. But, I mean, still, there's not much. So, once they moved to Missouri, Dee Dee made it harder and harder for Rod to see his daughter. So, apparently, when they lived in Louisiana, him and his wife and their children would still visit Gypsy pretty regularly. I mean, they knew how sick she was and they, you know, knew they couldn't take care of her full time But they visited her and they talked to her. And once they moved to Missouri, he didn't really see her much after that because Dee Dee would always make excuses for whenever it was he could come to town and stuff like that. But he continued to pay child support and keep in touch, but he just hadn't seen them in person since they moved to Missouri. Gotcha. Okay. So the community was really supporting him, like I said, with donations and trips. She was winning to Disneyland and all kinds of like concerts and different things. She even got to go backstage at a Miranda Lambert concert and meet Miranda Lambert. And then Miranda Lambert donated a couple of thousand dollars to their, you know, fund. So just money and support coming at him left and right once they got to Missouri. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, she obviously, her and her story, she must have been a very like, sweet girl on top of it because you know people obviously are just so drawn to her yeah apparently that was the reason that she won one of those trips to disneyland was because publicly she had said that she'd been saving her allowance to 
afford a trip to Disneyland. When she got quite a bit of money saved up, instead of going to Disneyland, she bought food and blankets for homeless people. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then the foundation was like, hey, this girl's real sweet. Yeah, that'll do it. Let's send her to Disneyland. So that's pretty cool. So... Dee Dee and Gypsy have like a Facebook page together that they keep everybody informed on Gypsy's health and, you know, different stuff. Because the community, like I said, is really rallying around them. And whenever they need anything, they just ask and somebody gets it. So things got real weird, though, on June 15th, 2015. Dee Dee and Gypsy's Facebook page posted, that bitch is dead. Ooh. Yep. That'll uh, <laughs> that'll raise some eyebrows. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So all of their friends and neighbors and everybody assumed that they'd been hacked and they started writing comments like, hey, you got hacked, you know, change your password, you know, whatever. The same stuff that everybody always writes when somebody posts. I was going to say, I could just see all these these people just, oh, Dee Dee, oh my gosh, I think you got hacked. Oh, she's been hacked. Look at that message. Dee Dee wouldn't say that. She got hacked. Yeah. Messages, hundreds of messages from the same people. At least the same types of people. Yep. So a short time later, the account then posted another one, and I'm quoting. It said, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud, LOL. Oh. And by the way, fucking is spelled wrong twice. Oh. How did it, was it without the C? Nope, it was F-U-C-K-E-N. Oh, okay. I get that. Okay. <laughs> Just for clarity's sake. Real, making sure they- Get that real, like, twangy N in yeah. there, not a hard <laughs> yeah. G. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So, obviously, everyone took notice of this right away, and they were like, okay, something really weird's going on. So, like a bunch of Facebook police, they called the cops, which is good. In this case, it's good. Yeah. Sounds like it. They call the cops, and they say, hey, um, can you do a welfare check on our friend Dee Dee and her daughter Gypsy? Because... This is weird stuff coming from their Facebook. The cops got there, and when they arrived at Dee Dee and Gypsy's home, they had to wait for a search warrant, because they didn't have one, to get into the house. And when it finally got there, they went in and they found Dee Dee brutally murdered, laying face down in her own bed. Damn. So they really did kill her. Like, whoever was posting on that Facebook thing actually did what they said. It wasn't just a a hack or something. It was the real deal. And Gypsy was nowhere to be found. So the community kind of panicked because obviously they knew she'd been kidnapped. If her mom was dead, her mom was her 24-7 caregiver. Wow. What a twist. Like, these cops are probably just like, what what the hell? What kind of monster does this? Yeah. Like, literally does what they said that they did. It killed the mom and raping the daughter is obviously what everyone's thinking. Right. So they started a fundraising campaign right away for Dee Dee's funeral and presumably Gypsy's when they found her. But pretty quickly, within a few days, the police had tracked Gypsy's like internet history and they found out that she had a secret online boyfriend for two years. And this guy was 24. So they immediately thought, oh my gosh, he'd taken advantage of this little girl in her mental and physical state. Yeah. So... They went to Wisconsin to interview this Nick Godajohn fellow, and they found him at his mother's house, and Gypsy was with him, alive. Oh, he hadn't killed her yet. Yeah. Well, that's what they were thinking. Right. So they walked into the police station and said, sit down, let's talk. 
I'm assuming their first question was, how in the fuck did you just walk in here? You're supposed to be in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's right. So could she <laughs> yeah. walk without like a walker? Yeah, she just walked right into the police station and was like, yeah, I'll tell you about it. Oh. Whoa. Yep. Okay. So, so Gypsy and Nick told them everything. Gypsy was not paralyzed. She could walk and she could eat. So there was no need for this feeding tube. But she was under the impression that she had all of these other ailments, the leukemia, the chromosome disorder, epilepsy, all of that stuff. She just knew that she could walk and she could eat and her mom would never let her. But she would find out pretty quickly that she did not. Almost all of her symptoms were either made up by her mom or inflicted by her mom to make her sick for attention and money. So Gypsy, the only thing that Gypsy knew was that she could walk and that she could eat. But when she would try to walk, her mom wouldn't let her. And when she would try to eat, her mom wouldn't let her. She would get in trouble if she tried to walk. What kind of trouble? Well, there's speculation. According to her, there was some physical violence, but a lot of it was just mental and, you know, I mean, she drugged her. She... That She's is... been drugging her child since she was three months old. That is crazy to me, though. Yeah, so her mom would make her sick for the attention and for the money. So this bitch put her baby, starting at three months old, on heavy medications, had multiple surgeries that she didn't need. She defrauded the public, isolated her from her family, abused her relentlessly her whole life. And apparently there's a diagnosis for this called Munchausen syndrome by proxy, but that doesn't sound gross enough for what this awful monster put her daughter through. Is this the Munchausen by proxy uh, case? I know this one. Yeah. See, I, I know all of them. I just forget them all. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm in on it now. Yeah. I know what's going on. This yeah. is crazy. <clears throat> this yeah. woman really was so, an absolute monster to her child. And yeah, like it can't be said enough. She... Yeah did awful things to yeah. to have this, you know, happen to her kid. So we're going to have to backtrack a bit, too, because this all took place when Gypsy was 23 years old and this boyfriend of hers is 24, but the rest of the world thought she was a severely handicapped child because Dee Dee even lied about how old Gypsy was because she wanted people to feel sorry for her and donate money and stuff, and the younger she was... Apparently, she thought that would make people feel more sorry for her. I don't know. So how old do people think she is at this point? At this point, I believe they think she's 18, okay. just turned 18. Oh, okay. But she's actually 23. When they had moved from Louisiana to Missouri, she dropped her age by five years. Whoa. Yeah. This isn't even the lawless land time where you could just kind of do that and carry on. Like, some things were missed. Yep. Yeah. People miss things on this. Oh, yeah. And then the fact that she wasn't in school, there was no teachers to, you know, report anything. And then. Yeah, that's true. Munchausen's, it's pretty common that when they don't get the answer they want from a doctor, they just go to a different doctor and they go to a different doctor and they go to a different doctor. And then when Hurricane Katrina happened and they moved to Missouri, her excuse for everything was that all of her medical records were lost in Katrina. Oh, so she just got to start all over. Yeah. And so the doctors pretty much took her word for the fact that this 
kid had a feeding tube and had all this stuff, you know, even doctors, when they would start to think like, oh, this may not be right. Something's going on here. She would catch on to that and she would just go to a different doctor. And who's going to question a mother of a severely ill child? Like as far as like the public goes, are you going to be the one to be like, hey, your kid's not that sick? Well, I mean, no. Did she just not ever allow tests to be ran either then? Is that like all part of it as well? Like no one could ever get close enough? She did, but she knew enough about the medical stuff to know what things are easy to test for and what things are not that easy to test for. You know, there's certain disorders that aren't that easy to test for. And she would train Gypsy on what to tell the doctors. This is wild. So, like, Gypsy knew as a child that she could walk and eat, but whenever she got out of her chair, her mom would get mad and sometimes abuse her, so she learned to just do what her mom said. And when they'd go to doctors and her mom would say, keep your mouth shut or tell them this or tell them that, she would just do it. Oh, what an, yeah. what an evil person, man. Like that. Yeah. But so does this kind of ha- like this probably stems from like her like taking care of her mom, too, huh? Like it's all kind of connected. And yeah. she like had to take care of somebody. So she forced her younger. Well, there's more- been a lot of speculation by her family that her mom that she might have been responsible for her mother's death when she was her mom's caregiver. On accident or? No. Oh. No, the family thinks that she starved her mother to death. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So she's just just inherently. Yeah, she's a monster. Yeah, bad. That's not good. She's a monster. She literally shaved her baby's head her whole life. Gypsy had her head shaved her whole life because she thought she had cancer, but it turns out her mom just kept her head shaved. She kept her on like an extremely high doses of super strong anti-seizure medication, which made her sick all the time and made her teeth fall out. Not to mention all the surgeries on her eyes and removing her saliva glands. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that doesn't help your teeth not fall out. Oh my God. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, well, why didn't Gypsy just leave? She was 18. So there was a few times after she turned 18 that she tried to escape her mother's torture. But every time she got away from her in any way, shape or form, Dee Dee presented fake documents to prove that she was either a minor or mentally incapable of taking care of herself and that she had power of attorney and complete control over her. And she would just bring her home. Oh, my gosh. The level of manipulation that this goes down is just incredible. I mean, this woman's an evil genius. Like, she thought of everything. Yeah, she did. And apparently every system set in place to protect this little girl didn't. So she met a boy on the internet who, we're not going to sugarcoat it, had a lot of problems. Yeah. But she met a boy on the internet that... Wanted to protect her. He was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. <laughs> no? No. Right. So Nick Nick Godijan was not a skater boy. He was autistic and self-diagnosed as having multiple personalities. Self-diagnosed? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most of which had some pretty severe anger issues and were was kind of like into some pretty hardcore stuff. BDSM, you know, stuff like that. He was even caught once at a McDonald's watching porn and masturbating for nine hours. Whoa. Whoa. Oh. 
a whole nine hours. <laughs> so, like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, that's yeah. What was the, well? Here's was that I have a lot of questions. Or like, could he not? Like, what's the? Why? Well, I have a lot of questions about that. Yeah, me too. First of all, I didn't know you could watch porn at a McDonald's for nine <laughs> seconds without getting arrested. <laughs> let alone masturbating while you're doing it for nine hours. <laughs> it took them nine hours to be like, all right, dude, that's enough. That's more than one shift. That means a whole shift of employees was like, oh yeah, that's just Nick. He does that. <laughs> and then when the second shift came in, they were like, hey, Nick, you can't do that. And then they still waited another hour before they <laughs> called on it. That was like, it's like, uh in the West Memphis three, when that guy went to KFC covered in blood and everyone was just like, huh? That's yeah. a problem. It was not KFC. It was Bojangles. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> good point. Remember we were like, what the fuck is a Bojangles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was pretty so, confident though. It was KFC, but I think they're kind of similar. I don't know, but this is, this is what we're dealing with here with the boyfriend on the internet. So he wasn't awesome. He had problems, but they started this relationship and they tried, according to them, obviously, to come up with ways for them to like meet naturally so that Dee Dee would meet him also and then they could work on like her liking him. Because Gypsy's 20 something years old at this point. She wants a boyfriend. She has like natural urges that her mom's like, no, you're a child and you can't do that, you know, but she's not a child and she's not sick. Yeah, no kidding. Like, if she just got off that medicine, she would be fine. Yeah. So they came up with different plans to, like, meet at a movie theater, like, during a movie. Like, he would show up at the movie theater, and then they would just, like, meet there while she was with her mom so that Dee Dee would meet him, too. And apparently that didn't work because Dee Dee was like, why are you an adult at a children's movie by yourself? You're a creep. Which sounds creepy. Yeah, sure does. And... If this is the type of kid that's masturbating for nine hours at a McDonald's, I feel like he gives off a creep vibe. <laughs> just, just being. I did. So. I did feel like he probably had like a wispy mustache. So yeah, I can. That's kind of what I'm getting there too. Oh, that's a good call. So this didn't work. Obviously, they're like Plan A to naturally meet. So they went with what they called Plan B, and Plan B they admitted. <laughs> This is their plan B. Yeah. Jesus. Their plan B was him taking the bus down to Missouri and Gypsy letting him in the house late at night after Dee Dee went to bed. She gave him a knife, gloves, and duct tape, and he was off to kill her mother. So he admitted that he had thoughts of raping Dee Dee, but Gypsy kind of bargained with him and said that if he didn't do that, that he could rape her instead. So what? this is weird. What yeah. a crazy conversation to have with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but what the think heck? of how desperate she had to have been to get away from her mother's abuse. To yeah. literally meet up with this guy and be like, please do this and don't. Like, she literally just wanted away from her, obviously. Because she's like, don't degrade her. Don't do that. You know, she's like, come do that to me instead of doing it to her. Like, that's really sad. It's really sad. It's it's heartbreakingly sad. Yeah. So he went into Dee Dee's room and brutally murdered her. He slashed her in the neck and stabbed her to death. Just She was just sleeping and he went in there and just started wailing away. Yep. After he killed 
Dee Dee. He then went into Gypsy's room and they had sex. And he says the sex was consensual. She says that it was at first, but then she didn't like it and told him to stop and he didn't. And so that's bad. Sounds like either way he was happy, which is real weird. Yeah. Then they didn't know what to do with the murder weapon, you know, like throw it in a river or in a dumpster, anything. So they put it in a package and they mailed it to his house in Wisconsin. What? Yeah, because they didn't know what to do. Like, none of this was thought through. This plan B was obviously not, like, real premeditated because they didn't have any idea what the hell they were going to do. I mean, so did his mom get a package with this gun in it? I don't know. It wasn't a gun. It was a knife. That's right. I knew that. Yeah. After they mail this knife to his house in Wisconsin, they head up there, I guess on a bus, (laughs) staying at hotels. There's video surveillance. It's crazy. Her walking, like, no no problems. And she still has this feeding tube, right? Yes, but she doesn't need any of this. She's not sick. No, I get that. I completely understand, yeah. but... Yeah. Wow. It's Which, if you've ever known anybody with a feeding tube, that's horrible. Because she's had a feeding tube since she was eight years old. They have to replace those, like, tubes and the balloon that goes in it, like, every six months. Mm. That's on. It's horrible. Yeah, it sounds, it just sounds so bad. Yeah, it's awful. So, apparently, nobody had found Dee Dee for a few days, because obviously she's a bitch and nobody really liked her. Fair enough. And it was really weighing on Gypsy, so that's why she had Nick post that on Facebook, those messages, so that somebody would go to the house and find her. Oh my, so it hadn't been a few days that she'd been dead, like, it wasn't like they just did it and went about... Wow. It had been a few days and nobody had found the body. And Gypsy, I don't know if the guilt was weighing on her or just that she wanted her mother's body found so that she could be buried. I don't know. But she asked him to post that on Facebook so that somebody would find the body. What's crazy through all this, it sounds like Gypsy still loved her even through all of this. And like, yeah, which is sad. Yeah. It's really, it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So in court, they admitted to all of this and all of the evidence of abuse was presented and the verdict for Nick ended up being life in prison with no possibility for parole because he killed some lady that he met her daughter on the Internet and just decided to go down there and kill her. You know, he 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 has problems. You know, this is not normal behavior. Yeah. I'm glad he got a life sentence. Yeah. Gypsy, on the other hand got 10 years and she will be eligible for parole in 2023 when she's 33 years old. And I got to be honest, I, I hate it. I don't like that. I don't know, Erica. This one's really hard. I mean, she did orchestrate. I feel like 10 years is too long. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm in on that. Okay, I'm in on that. Oh, you thought I meant it wasn't long enough? Exactly. No, I'm in on this. Absolutely. Oh, no. I think No, no. I think that, you know, she she, you know, she did what she had to do. Yeah. I feel like in a weird way it was self-defense. She tried to get away from her and they just kept bringing her back. I mean, there was no way for her to get out that she could see. You right. know. And it's- I to be honest with you, I mean, I think she deserves some time, and the only reason I say that is because, at least in prison, maybe she could get some of the th- 
the maybe counseling that she needed or I mean, I'm sure that's not the best place to get that. But right. I, I don't know. I don't love the prison sentence for Gypsy. I don't either, because it's not like she went somewhere she wasn't supposed to be and killed somebody. She no. was trapped by the person who was supposed to take care of her. Yeah. So, and what would the sentence have been for Dee Dee if she would have, if somehow this came out and she wasn't murdered? Just say, right? It wouldn't have been nearly enough. That's true. That's a good point too. So it's like I don't know. I'm kind of like, well, she did what she had to do, and we're kind of all better off without this lady. Yeah, I mean, just so we, we're clear on my stance. It sounds like self defense in in my in my book, you know. And again, it's like. This was the person who was supposed to take care of her. She didn't do something wrong or was in the wrong place at the wrong time. No. She was, a, she was a prisoner. She was a prisoner. She was a prisoner and she was tortured. Right. Her whole life. So she's given interviews in prison and she looks great. Her hair grew back. Her skin has color. She's eating and normal. She said she has more freedom in prison than she ever had as a child or in her early 20s with her mom. You know what? In a weird way, it's probably a easy way for her to reintegrate into society. I know. It's it's weird. So as for Dee Dee's family, her father and stepmother have given interviews and they've spoken kind of publicly about Dee Dee's personality and the issues that they had with her growing up and stuff and about the reason that they kicked her out when Dee Dee and Gypsy went to go live in Slidell, Louisiana. Apparently it was because her stepmother was like sick as a dog when Dee Dee and Gypsy were living with her. And they suspected that Dee Dee was poisoning her food. Oh, wow. And after Dee Dee moved out, her health went right back to normal. So that's kind of weird. And like I said earlier, some of her family members have hinted that she had something to do with her own mother's death when she was her caregiver. And apparently after the murder and all of this came out, the family has pretty much said that she got what she deserved and... I was like, oh, that's crazy. And they're like, yeah, she got what she deserved when she was murdered. And they didn't even want to claim her ashes, but it's been alleged that they did. And then they flushed them down the toilet. Ooh, oh my gosh. I wonder who, who took the reins there. But I'm looking at pictures. And I mean, when she was sick, Gypsy looks like an old woman. Like, you know, she had been through so much. And well, she, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, she's I lo- couldn't believe how sick she really was in real life because of what her mother put her through. She had no ailments. She wasn't sick at all, naturally. Right, and you're right. Looking at her in prison and stuff, like she looks, she looks good. She does look good. Yeah, and yeah. like I said, I mean, it's probably an easier way for her to reenter society or enter society. I suppose. This is yeah. nuts. This is crazy. Yep. So hopefully in just a couple of years when she gets out, she can reform her relationships with the rest of her family that Dee Dee isolated her from. Because her dad and her stepmom seem like decent people. And her grandparents and everybody else, just Dee Dee isolated them from everybody and then just tortured this little girl. And then made everybody think she was the hero because she was taking care of her. Like an interview I saw with Gypsy's real dad, he's like... They asked him, they were like, do you think that she was a good mother? And he's like, oh, my God. He's like, I used to tell her she was amazing and that she was a saint and that, you know, he's like, because I couldn't do all the stuff she did for Gypsy, you know, taking care of her, he meant. And it's like, yeah, but she was the one that was making her sick. 
But he didn't know that. Well, of course not. I mean, again, like you said earlier, who's going to question the mother of a very, very sick child? Yeah. Even her own dad was like, totally thought his baby was sick her whole life. So. It was nuts. Pretty gnarly. Yeah. What a crazy story. Like, disgusting. Yep. Like, a lot of, (laughs) you know, just. And there is a lot of reports of doctors that were suspicious and even friends and family members that were suspicious and she would just kind of like move on like she would get the hint when a doctor wasn't believing her and just never go back to that doctor and that wasn't like put in the notes or the files or something or you know like you would think it would be yeah it was there was one doctor that put in i don't know her medical records of some kind that he did not think that she had muscular dystrophy Oh, really? That she had muscle mass in her legs, and he felt like she could walk. And Dee Dee just never went back to that doctor. And then shortly after that was Hurricane Katrina, where all of her medical records got lost. That was sarcasm. Or so she said, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that somebody could be that horrible, and publicly, yeah. and nobody knew. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, but you know, that's what makes these kinds of stories compelling, is that this isn't normal behavior. It's so abnormal that it just blows your mind that anybody would act this way. Yep. And I don't know any of the psychology behind Munchausen's by proxy, but I call it asshole by birth. I don't like that's (laughs) this is bogus. Like I get it. It's some sort of mental disorder, but uh, there's like no excuse. You're a horrible person. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean. That's, those are some, that's some terrible stuff that she did for sure. You know, like that's yeah absolutely crazy. For attention. Yeah. And for money. Like, ugh, get a job, you lazy piece of shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that out, but. That's okay. It's what it really boils down to is, you know, she did this so she didn't have to, you know, go to, go to work. She did this so she had somebody else to, you know. Yeah. Lean on. It's like, why don't you go to work as a caregiver? If you want to take care of somebody who's sick, why don't you go do that as a living? Probably made more money through the government than doing it as that kind of work. That kind of work doesn't pay very well. Yeah, but it's just, ugh. This is sickening. Yeah. It's, I think so, there's so much about it, about the attention, you know, because if you yeah. do it for work, like, yeah, it's noble work. Absolutely. But, you know, I think it gets kind of looked over a lot as, well, that's your job. If you yeah. do it because you're a mom taking care of, you know, then you're then you're a saint. <laughs> then you're a great yeah. mom. Then you're a saint. You're going to you're going to Disneyland for free. You're exactly. getting to meet Miranda Lambert. And it's like people are donating dang. everything. Yep, exactly. And then they find out you're a real real asshole and come spy everyone <laughs> yeah. down. Yep. Well, unfortunately we didn't get to find this out while she was still alive so that we could burn her at the stake. But I would love to have heard what she had to say. I mean, who knows if she would tell the truth or not, but I would have loved to have heard what she had to say. Yeah. I don't know what the excuse is for people with Munchausen's. Like, do they understand that what they're doing is torture? Or do they just, like, really believe that their kid is sick? It's like, but you have to do things to make your kid sick, so you obviously don't believe that they're sick. I mean, coming from a sane person, I would think you would try to believe that they were sick as much as possible and try to push those feelings down when, you know, you'd start to feel guilty over something like, nope, don't say that or, you know, don't admit that. So that'd be my guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the crazy story of 
Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her bitch mom, Dee Dee Blanchard. <laughs> Thanks for coming to our podcast. Oh, you know what's weird too? Her maiden name was Petrie. Like Petri dish, isn't that where they grow like fucking gross oh. bacteria shit? Yeah, I guess that is kind of interesting. So <laughs> yeah, that, science like, oh, is in her nature. Science is in her nature. Anyway, all right, all right. Well, happy December. Happy December. This year's almost shot. I know, and we've been half in quarantine, half not, and here and there. I don't even know what year it is. So I don't know where where I live. The casinos have been open for like a year now, That's a year and a half. Where you live, the casinos run everything. Well, I know, but it just doesn't. It doesn't feel like quarantine when you're allowed to go play roulette. I, yeah, that was a weird time in our nation's history when we couldn't play roulette for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Trying my hardest. All right. I'm going to get going because it's getting late and I love you. Okay. Uh, I love you too. I will uh, I'll call you later. Okay. Bye.